just football pod. Booing and the jeering and the anticipation. And then as he strikes it, there's that intake of breath because he puts the bloody ball 14 uh, yards the, the second he hits it, I knew we were under pressure. Like. Subscribe to the football pod on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. I'm delighted to say we have all our winners, Dermot O'Connor and Jason Foley, with us. Good morning to you, lads. How are you getting on? Morning. Thanks. Well. Yeah, very good. What kind of a night did you have, Jason? Um, long one. Very uh, <laughs> short sure this morning, to be honest. Um, yeah, it was a great night to be there. It's all a bit of a blur at the moment. But, um, Were you in D2 yeah. at four o'clock in the morning? I was. I made one actually. Um, all right, you know. <laughs> um, he didn't show up today, yeah. by the way. I hope you know that. He, you have uh, shown yeah. up. He hasn't. Uh, yeah, he was, he was in great spirits last night when I met him. So, um, yeah, he was inside the YouTube. Let that be known. Yeah, oh, we, we saw his Instagram. So uh, we've, we've got the picture of him up already with the cup. Where, where, who, got to, who, who had the cup at the end last night? Does, any, does anybody know where it is? No idea. Absolutely no idea where it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I assume it's in the hotel. So, uh, <laughs> hopefully. It's been like the time the dubs went to New York and it suddenly disappeared for about three hours. Yeah, <laughs> it's been kidnapped yeah. by somebody. Uh, Dermot, talk us through, what, what are your recollections of the game now, thinking back to it? What are the bits that stand out for you? Um, I suppose not a lot now at the moment. Um, I suppose, Charlie's free, actually, the very first thing. He, he missed a handy enough free there. Very start of the game, so that kind of pops into my mind. Um, in comparison to when he scored against Dublin, yeah. Jack O'Connor said in the post-match press conference that the half times there was a, a few yahoos was, was the, the phrase that he used so uh, he obviously lit a rocket up your ass basically at half time what did he say? Um, what did he say? What did he say? Um, the definition of a yahoo is like what? <laughs> uh, fellas are nearly too tired at half time anyway that was um, no he just um we just kind of weren't hitting our targets and stuff, I suppose, and um, we made sure that we were kind of back on track with our targets for the first 15 minutes, second half. We made sure that we knew we weren't We knew that we were <laughs> speed. That we weren't hitting our targets. <laughs> um, but yeah, and the uh, first 15 minutes of the second half was um, much better, boys. Jason, I, d- I doubt he was uh, saying too much to you at halftime because he must have been delighted with your performance uh, over the full 70 uh, with the way you handled Damian Comer. Like, so much of the talk coming in was about Shane Walsh and Damian Comer. And Walsh obviously had the game of his life. Comer didn't score. Can you talk about the prep you did for that and, and then how it worked out on the day? Yeah, I suppose for, for the majority of the year, my role has probably been... Um, Simplified, really, just given a given a job, given a player to mark, and um, just going after that player for a full seventy minutes, really. And that's it's it's, um, it's nice to kind of have a, a simplified role like that, where I just um, pick up a player and uh, just do my job for the team. That's my job. I'll do my job and uh, let everything else take care of itself. So happy enough now with my performance. So. How do you pre- prepare for somebody like Homer? Is there somebody in training that you can go up against and say, right, you have to pretend to be him this week? Because like, he's, he's a very specific and kind of unique challenge in some ways. Yeah, I suppose that's, that's, that's the great thing about the squad we have at the moment. It's the, the players were very selfless, I suppose, where, where like, I mean, I could be marking someone in training during the week and they know that I, maybe I could be marking a, a game in Homer the weekend, so they try to alter their game in training to, to maybe... Um, 
to replicate what I might be coming up against this weekend. So that's that's the best we could do. And I suppose the other thing is memory bank, really, but, but marking, marking him before over the years and marking players like him, similar stature. Um, that comes down to a lot of it as well. So it's a bit of both, a bit of, bit of our, our forwards replicating and um, just a bit of memory bank. Yeah. And uh, Damon, similar kind of team question to you. The, the midfield battle, which obviously you were going to be central to, was going to be one of those things that decided the, the course of the game. Um, how how did you prepare for that, and, and what was your specific challenge over the course of the 75, 80 minutes? Um, I suppose, yeah, midfield that was very important. Um, Dave and Jack and myself were kind of just given the, the role of trying to feed the ball into the boys and let, let them do the work inside in, and pack them back, work hard. Um, I suppose, both prepare for it. Watching probably Paul Connolly, Killing McDade, watching a lot of video on him, um, going back over their different games, picking up a few traits, um, uh, talking with each other and seeing if we can pick up a few bits and pieces off each other. Um, that's, that's kind of more or less it, really, just a bit of study and just probably trying to practice it then in training, implementing it in training. Jason, in the middle of the game, are you aware of how good the game is? Like, uh, you know, Walter's obviously doing incredible stuff, Clifford's doing incredible stuff. And the atmosphere was sensational. Like again, we're, we're, we've it's been a long time since we've had a full house properly at an All Ireland final because of COVID. Uh, are you aware that this is actually turning out to be an all-time classic when you're in the middle of it? Um, funny enough, a lot of fellas would probably say no, but like I think we're we're kind of growing to love um, love what we're doing, kind of soaking it all in. We, we kind of made a conscious effort to enjoy every second of yesterday because um, I suppose a lot of us were wrong in 2019 and the occasion was, was nearly bigger than the game um, whereas this time I felt like we we enjoyed we enjoyed the battle as much as the occasion enjoyed the, the grind so um, different stages of the game yesterday you were kind of thinking this is, this is, this is fantastic this is great to be in a battle and uh, we kind of had enough belief in ourselves that we'd come uh, the right side of it, I suppose. Well, that's really interesting because the, the, the belief was obviously 2019. One of the big things was, oh, you guys have experience of All-Ireland Final Day and that's going to stand you in good stead. But actually, you know, maybe 2019 isn't a great experience for you guys to be leaning back on or reliving. But actually, Jack O'Connor talked about the, the Dublin game this year being a, a key moment for you as a group where there's a, a massive prize on the line against an opponent who have beaten you in big games recently but once you come through that you're kind of free from a bit of the burden of that is that true was there just a, an extra sense of confidence because of the Dublin game specifically when the game was in the melting pot yesterday with the final you know 67 minutes it's a draw but you never panicked actually you got much better in those final 5-10 minutes yeah I suppose like it, it, hindsight's a great thing where I suppose like we, we, we talked about post Dublin game within within a half hour after the game we said that like it would it would mean nothing to us if we didn't go on and, and finish the job off yesterday. So um in hindsight it was it was a big um probably a big moment for the group. Um previous years, you know, we we mightn't have got over the line in games but um we've kinda of grown to love, as I said, love the love the battle, love the grind and Love when the game came down to those fine margins. We kind of um, we relished it, so it was, it was nice to be able to come out on the right side of one of them against Dublin. And obviously, I mean, it, it, it would have to give us great confidence going into the week that was last week um, at a Galway had to. Yeah, and those final five ten minutes, when you get the opportunity to watch them back, you'll see that you're actually creating loads of chances and really 
there was nothing from Galway at that stage that um, was, was threatening you. I, I'm, I'm sure it doesn't feel like that way on the on the pitch, but there was a control of the game that you guys managed to, to seize. We're going to let you go here, lads, because I, I understand that uh, many of your colleagues are already in taxis on the way to the pub. Uh, yes. What what are the plans, Dermot? What's next? Um, I think the football is on about going to the course, heading out for a while, so we may, we may make a trip there. Um, I think we're stopping Kerry Group and Nace on the way down. And God knows that we're actually clearing it in. Yeah, it's going to be some week. Uh, fellas on about Ibiza next Friday, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> There's say, talks of Vegas next weekend. Like say yes to everything. It's one week only. Thanks a million, Dermot yeah. O'Connor and Jason Foley. Congratulations, oh, lads. Thanks, yeah, Cheers. Absolutely. Um, that was the, uh, yeah, so we have been talking really about uh, Galway not getting Comer into the game, but it is one of the all-time great man-marking mm. achievements. Like um, Aidan O'Mahony on Michael Murphy is like the last one of those that I really remember in an Ireland final where it's like, okay, this is going to happen for us because of this. And um, yeah, it's, it's a type of it's a performance that actually changes the perception of of a footballer. He's now going to be talked about the way Chrissy McKay gets talked about. Well, that's what all Ireland finals do. Like, you build your reputation on those massive games. And like to flip it, you know, like Damien Comer came in as, you know, maybe an outsider for a footballer of the year. And again, it doesn't happen for him. And, you know, as much as we can lay uh, some criticism on Damien Comer's door, like, they never got the ball into him on enough occasions. And then they seem to leave him in there for too long and not utilise him enough. So I don't think it was all on Comer, but, like, they were just, like, they carry defence. Like, remember, we came into the last two, three years, every big game was, well, the Kerry defence. The Kerry defence, we're not quite sure. Whereas now, actually, Kerry have the toughest defence in the country. Yeah, and they're going to, um, they're really going to make it difficult for uh, everybody in the coming years. Right, it is uh, seven minutes past nine. I think we're going back to the, the team hotel. A reminder, OTBIM is brought to you live each morning by Gillette Labs for an effortless finish to your day. Uh, Graham O'Sullivan is with us. Graham, good morning to you. How are you getting on? Morning. I'm not too bad now. Uh, a, nice, a nice, quiet night. Uh, where did you end up? Uh, I was here in the hotel in the Gibson and went into D2 and then came back here again. So, yeah, very quiet night. Have you been to bed? Yeah, I've been to bed, yeah. <laughs> uh, we were we were just talking to um, a couple of your colleagues there about the build-up and the preparation and everything. What was your, your build-up like? Because, again, Jack O'Connor has talked about the pressure that the team was under and, uh, you know, we, we, we know from his, history that... Kerry fans put the team under a lot of pressure and the, you know that's the, the burden but it's also the joy then that you can fall back on all the tradition so what was the build up like for you in terms of that pressure? Um, yeah I suppose there was pressure I kind of probably tried to dislocate myself away from that kind of stuff though a lot um, I'd like to see myself fairly horizontal now like so I kind of tried to take things take the, have a bit of crack with stuff really rather than being mounting the pressure on myself That's actually comes across as well is um, that you've, you've enjoyed this experience this year and all the great teams they spend so much time in their company we're looking at the Limerick Hurlers and how much time they spend with each other and they have to have that bond if they're going to get through tight games the way you guys have come through this year so it does sound like you've placed an importance as a group on actually having the crack Oh yeah absolutely I mean like that's what it's all about there's enough enough stresses out in life um, where football is there to be enjoyed and it's a bit of a freedom for us all so there's definitely emphasis on that even in training stuff that you know of course when it's time to you know tune in and stuff we do do that but otherwise it's it's about having the crack and enjoying the moment and enjoying being there uh, From your own perspective you've had a great a great season and a great final as well how how have you improved as a footballer this year under this setup? What like what what has given you the freedom to express yourself the way you are at the moment? Um, 
I don't know. I suppose my confidence probably has built uh, steadily over the league campaign and stuff, getting the opportunity there. And the management also instilled a serious belief in myself. Um, and also, I suppose, uh, there's big characters out there as well. Um, the other five backs like, are all uh, big, big characters who I could look to and turn to for advice if I ever needed. And even some fellas there who weren't even on starting 15 who I could always turn to as well and ask for advice. So all that probably accumulated into, into something good for me. Thank God. We were talking with Anthony Moyles earlier on about the role of the, the um, full-back line and how actually you get a lot of opportunities to kick scores and you have to take them because the way that the defence doubles up uh, and the defensive structure that Galway offered in particular, it was going to require people like you popping up with scores. Uh, is that something you've always been confident with and always capable of or is that also something that you've added to your game over the last while? Um, I suppose... If you're maybe asked the club, they'd say, would that Phil ever stop shooting? Like, because I'd just be pulling the trigger. Um, but uh, it's supposed when it comes to Kerry, yeah, that's probably something that's maybe coming to the game is having a crack at the post. Um, there's times there's, I'd say, there's some fellas that'll be running past Tyke there, he's pulling his hair out, say, what? Is this fella going up the field for again? Um, but yes, they, thank God it came out with a little score for myself, anyways. Well, you can uh, you can just go with the Jack O'Connor quote from post game yesterday. At the start of the year, he wasn't kicking the ball for love nor money. <laughs> now, 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 now he's one of our best foot passers right and left kicked a great score made two or three others absolute revelation <laughs> I wouldn't kick for love nor money yeah I suppose he was right I was and he did say that we had a, we had a chat and he was just saying like uh, if you just start kicking the ball here you know after that it's a divine intervention if something happens you know it'll happen and uh, I suppose look I did take that on board I tried kick more and it probably steadily improved confidence builds. So when you're when you're on when you're confident, you try things. You know, you take a risk. Um, so maybe that's what I was just taking more risks, maybe, and, and having a go at it. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, what Paddy Talley has brought to the setup. Uh, he was unbelievable in fairness. Um, he just brought maybe a, a mean mentality to us defensively, anyways. Um, We've been shrewd all year in defence, uh, thanks to him. We were really tight-knit as well, I suppose, back there. Um, conceding, I think, was it only one goal in the championship. Uh, was it a goal in the league? I mean, it's something to be very proud of uh, for in terms of his work for him, I suppose, that to, to have a, a stat like that at the end of the year. Um, and I think we've all definitely become better defensively-minded and probably better defenders uh, because of him too. It's uh, it's not a bad lineage you have down in Drummond Pierce's now when you're following the footsteps of of Jack and of Declan O'Sullivan. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice to be part of that club now. Um, I suppose yeah, Jack of course being the manager and then Dick being the player or someone I suppose would be a hero of mine. Anyways, um, when I was growing up watching him play, um, and I obviously wanted to aspire to maybe one day do what he done. So no, I'm a cornerback and he was a centre forward, probably one of the best to do it. So. We're, Two opposite poles. Definitely wouldn't have liked to mark him, that's for sure. But um, yeah, it's it's unreal to be part of us. He was he managed the club there as well, and uh, he had some head for it. It was unbelievable. He was he was a great uh, someone for me to lean on there for advice as well. Can you just go back to like making you better defenders? Like obviously the the defensive structure is important, and making sure the forwards are tracking back and and also kind of leading that um, that point. But as as an actual defender yourself, what have you done to become a better defender? Um, I suppose it's just maybe positional awareness um, on the field at times, um, knowing when to step off him, when to push up on him, 
um, when to be really tight and when you can maybe afford not to be so tight were, were important things, I suppose, um, especially inside in the corner, fullback there. You need to be comfortable in, in situations maybe that's when you're one-on-one -on -one and stuff like that. So he, a few little tricks of the trade and um, were very helpful maybe from the front, if you were marked from the front or the back, things like that. And definitely improving your defensive, you know, depending where the balls come in and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's been a, it's been a, an all round package of improvement, like uh, becoming better kicking, feel free to go forward, have some confidence, and at the same time, you're getting confidence from actually being if you are stuck one on one for whatever. The it's kind of it is a whole package, and that seems to be like the quality of the coaching that you guys are getting is is allowing the group to improve collectively. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It is definitely a full package. Uh, everything they all have their own little part to play. Everyone in the management team, from Paddy to Jack to Dermot and Mike, you know, they all give little nuggets of information. They've all have some massive experience. They've all been there, done that. So you're kind of getting little nuggets here and there that help you overall game yourself develop, but also I suppose the overall the team as well improves off it. How important was coming through the last ten minutes against Dublin, where they had put you on the rack and then you recover? Twice, actually. I, I know we, everybody talks about uh, Shawnee's free to win it, but actually, previous to that, you'd got the points that gave you the cushion that ultimately meant that Shawnee's free was to win the game, not to equalise, um, which actually showed like great tenacity. How important was that yesterday? Being able to draw on that, I suppose, was probably it was huge because we were after coming from something like that was that last two minutes in Dublin where we were, you know, it was up we were up against it and being able to pull from probably that mental state of being in that pressure zone probably helped. And um, we were under pressure at times yesterday, but, uh, you know, I suppose you always maybe had a bit of belief that, you know, we, we can do this. We've been here before. We've, we've, had, to, we've had to grind it out. And uh, I think one thing we say is that we, we enjoy the grind. We, we enjoy that grind of if it does go there, we're going to enjoy this. We're going to grind it. This time last week, we were talking to William O'Donoghue of Limerick, and he was saying uh, that uh, Groot Hegarty felt they might be renaming the Lee McCarthy the Groot Hegarty Cup. Uh, such was the quality of his performances. A tongue in cheek, I think. Uh, is is David Clifford walking around uh, saying similar? <laughs> no, he's not. That man seriously don't hurt for for his uh, his stardom. You'd say he's he's absolute classic. I mean, it's. Getting to watch him in training, you know, I have been on the receiving end of some serious toastings, but um, he is—he's uh, just sensational, and, and being able to watch him in full flow is unbelievable. And he's just one of those fellas that you could just throw the ball into, and you know that you know he's going to do something with it. He may not score; he's, he's like outside of a scoring, he's a serious playmaker as well. So he's kind of the all-round package, really. How does that work at training when uh, they're deciding who's going to mark Clifford? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're like I don't. We are run away from him. <laughs> uh, thankfully, those decisions aren't. We don't have to make them. Decisions are made for us. So you just have to man up and take it on the chin. Listen, Grant. Congratulations. Uh, an absolutely stunning performance from you. You were definitely in the conversation for man of the match. Like even uh, with the Clifford and and Shane Walsh performances. So it's great to be able to perform on the big day the way you did uh, at at this stage of your career. There's loads loads to come enjoy whatever comes for the rest of the week and thanks William for talking to us today thanks very much cheers Jack Savage good morning to you how are you not too bad no lads how are you how's the head it's, it's great to be honest it's waking up as an Ireland champion it feels a bit different now today um, the voice is a bit hoarse but I was going to say that, that suit Jack is that, the, is that the Sunday suit or is that the Monday suit 
or we got we got two shirts, so we're, we're flying out. We got the same suit for two shirts, so we'll be wearing it down to Chile today for homecoming. So air, it's it's you know it's a great buzz here today. It's fucking it's unbelievable to be part of it. You know we've eight years in the making, it's a long time coming. So I think just everyone is just over the moon to be finally uh, get over the line and just get the medal in the back pocket. I think so. Yeah. How was this season for you in retrospect? Like, were, was it enjoyable along the way? Was there extra pressure as each step got closer and uh, closer? Like, I'm back in this year now for the first time in a couple of years, and uh, it was just unbelievable to be part of a great group of players. Like, you know, the, the management team, everything kind of just fell into place this year. I think the, from Paddy Telly to Jack O'Connor, like, they kind of set in stone from the start, like, what was going to be expected of everyone. And, Everyone just rode in behind it, even if you got one minute, two minutes, whatever it was. You know, the whole team just kind of rode in together. And uh, you could see that when, they, when we kind of put up a call they put up against us yesterday. We kind of really dug deep and we, we came out on top, thank, thankfully, yesterday. So, yeah, it was just some experience from start to finish. Like, and unbelievable to get over the line in the end. That was the main thing, I think. That was the goal at the start of the year. One of the things that has been fairly consistent from everybody is talking about enjoying the grind. And that seems to be a bit of a mantra for you guys that like it, there are going to be moments of difficulty and actually rather than feeling pressure in those moments, you know, pressure is a privilege yeah. is the old cliche. To be honest, like it was it was a bit too close for comfort now yesterday. Um, I, I, I kind of expected us to kind of be a bit, start off better than we did like, but in fairness to all the boys, everyone dug deep and uh, Galway, like there's massive credit to Galway because they really put, put us to the sword yesterday, but... Thankfully, we showed our class in the end, and we really just dug deep. And once we got ahead, I, I didn't think we'd lose it after that. But it was just getting to the, getting ahead was the main thing, and uh, just pushing on. I think from every feather that came on, every feather that kind of started yesterday, really just dug deep. And credit has to go to Galway; they're a great team. Like, and they'll they'll be back again, no doubt. But just for ourselves, it was just unbelievable to get over the line, as I said. Yeah, definitely. And on a personal level, when when you're uh, warming up and, and coming on what's that like for you I, you know how do you make sure that you're at the right pitch of the game not too excited not too over exuberant but also you really want to make an impact so how do you how do you get that right I just think everyone is, from every sub could have come on and you know you just you just don't know what way it's going to go I just think you have to be ready for your, for your chance and look I, I only came on for two or two minutes yesterday but you know it's just being a part of it and coming on and just getting on the ball and just doing doing simple things and just Helping the team out, I suppose, was just the main thing. And I think the team spirit was was echoed from the start of the year. Like, no matter if you're number one, 26, 35, everyone was on the same level. And you could see that throughout the whole team. I think it's just coming on and just, just getting on the ball and doing your thing. I think the panel spirit was was the main thing. The management kind of echoed from the start of the year. Just if you're number one, 26, 35, everyone is the same role. We're, we're all one team. And that was, that was evident throughout the game, definitely. But you, you said there you were you were out for a couple of years. The decision to come back in was that easy? Was it straightforward, or were you thinking like I'm not sure it's going to be worthwhile? I just to be honest, I didn't think I'd get a chance after getting dropped in 2017, and I had a good club campaign last year. And it's just obviously when you're not there, looking in from the outside is totally different. Like you'd miss it like 100. percent But just to get the chance again to walk the Hogan steps yesterday, like it's just something you never forget. 100%. Yeah, yeah, and the you obviously had to keep ready to, and you obviously wanted to get back. The, the club was a huge springboard for you, clearly, in giving you the confidence to go back in and then to be able to perform when you got there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, look, the the, the elite level at Intercounty is the pinnacle of your career, I suppose, and that's that's, that's someone where everyone wants to go and they carry jersey. Like, and not many people get to do it, so just I'm so fortunate to have done it and to be a part of it and just 
to to win all Ireland medal is just to top it off. Like you know, you you'll never forget these days. Like when you look back in your career, like 100. percent Yeah, it's just it's great. The um the halftime team talk I think is is going to go down and as the stuff a legend. What was said in the dressing room at halftime? Um, I just you know what it was simple enough. Like I, fellas knew they weren't performing to the level we could like, but that has to go to go. The credit has to go to go in that respect as well because like Shane Walsh there and a few more they were unbelievable. Like and I think we just came in and we reset at halftime and we just we said we go back out here. Look, we have 30 minutes, 35 minutes here. That's the season wrapped up after that. Like you can't believe any stone unturned and. In fairness, look, we came out, we, we dug deep, we get, get over the line, and it's just, we look back in that day, you know, yesterday for a long, long time, and, you know, it's just a privilege, to be honest. Jack, we let you go. Congratulations again. Uh, enjoy yeah. whatever's coming next. It's going to be a bit of madness, but... Um, oh, yeah, thanks very much, lads. Great to have well you. Done. Well deserved. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.